Hi. Hi, this is Jonathan Barella and Brittany Barella bringing to you the 17th episode of A Couple of Mini. What, what? Are you sure it's not the 18th? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I think 16 was last week and then this is 17. Still. Dang. Look at us go. I know, right? <laughs> well, oh, go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this week was Thanksgiving. Um, so we thought we would, I mean, you got to talk about a holiday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's always weird to me when TV series, like, show episodes while, like, a holiday's going on, but it's not, like, they didn't plan out their schedule enough to actually address the holiday that their show is airing during. Does that make sense? Kinda. I always see the holidays before. Well, yeah, but, like, if it's the week before or the week after Thanksgiving, like, and it's Grey's Anatomy, like, I expect them to acknowledge Thanksgiving. Yeah, but a lot of this is, pre- like, pre-shot, like, I, I don't know if they're they... not, but uh, schedule it, people. Yeah, I get it. I, I just think it's weird. It's weird to watch like, oh, it's supposed to be July, but really it's like November. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just like, I like continuity between my um, fantasy and my reality. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. Like, um, the office was filmed in um L.A., so a lot of the times that they had snow, they had to bring snow machines, and it's like in the middle of summer. You know, or like, you know, yeah. hotter months and they had to fake being cold with jackets on while it's burning hot outside. Well, and even more to my point, the office does a really good job of they always acknowledge Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, that's pretty true. And those are the months they filmed and they didn't film like around many of the other months. So, no, I think they filmed early in the year. Uh, I don't think that they filmed during those months. Well, no, no. I'm saying like the show didn't take place. Like those were the. Oh, okay. Because then it would have the break. And even between every season, it was like they were coming back from a break of them making the documentary. I got you. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. I'm... See how much they buy-in they had from me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll share a little bit about our Thanksgiving. Um, we are blessed to have... Um, my family and his family here in town, with the exception of my dad and stepmom. And so since we live in the same town, we go to my mom and stepdad's with all my siblings in the morning, or I guess for lunch. And then we go over to his parents for dinner, so we kind of get to see the whole fam bam. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. A lot of people to see, a lot of people to you know catch up with if you haven't caught up with them in a while. And then not... Like, then you get to eat, so I'm all about that. (laughs) Well, and I will say, like, kudos to us in that typically getting all of our children and ourselves ready, dressed, and out the door can come with a good amount of stress, Um, but we had a flawless execution this yeah, Thanksgiving. it was pretty easy, which I was like, what, what, el- what else is going to happen today? Like, what's, what's going to be up? Because this can't be this easy right that that transition i don't i mean i don't want to speak for every parent that has several kids but i feel like once you're over two kids the transition from home to car <laughs> like that is some of the most yeah. stressful 10 to 15 minutes of my life yeah for real <laughs> uh, but we made it we really enjoyed being with our families lots of good food oh yeah i i love every bit of that yeah so what were, what's some of your favorite foods um, I, you know, I, I hear a lot of people are like, man, I only eat ham or we only had ham today at my Thanksgiving. It was great. Like, I, I get it. I respect it. 
I just don't, I'm not sold on ham like that. See, I love ham. Ham's where it's at. I get disappointed. I think it was last year for Christmas. Nobody did a ham at either one of our families. And I was like, <laughs> dang it. No, I, I, my dad always makes it a point to get you a ham. Well, he typically does, but for that, no, it was, I think it was Thanksgiving because we were quarantined last Thanksgiving. That is true. And so some turkey was dropped off to us, but I did not get ham. Yeah, I remember that. I, and not, I like turkey. It's okay. But ham, honey glazed ham, specifically from the honey glazed ham company is where it's at. You know, I hear the words and they all sound delicious together, but then like having ham is like, okay, but what would I rather substitute that ham and get more sweet potatoes or more corn or more mashed potatoes or more turkey see no like i'm saying no turkey just ham. <laughs> no i can't do it, it it's, it's not that important turkey. but um i started doing this a couple of years ago instead of making a plate i make a bowl like a kfc famous bowl. like a kfc famous bowl and pretty it genius takes my breath away every time <laughs> Takes your breath away. <laughs> yes, because I'm struggling to breathe as I just shove it in my mouth. I, I mean, I think that it's a it's a solid food choice. Like you're you're going at it a, a good good strategy. Yeah. So here's how I build it. It goes mashed potatoes at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Corn. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Giblet gravy. Mm. Stuffing. Okay. Corn. Sweet potatoes, turkey, jimla gravy. Yep, yep, yep. And that's the bowl. <laughs> and that's the bowl, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is the bowl. <laughs> yeah. I okay, so like I I don't think that what you're doing is wrong per se. I don't particularly like it. Like that's more of like a leftover meal for me. Okay. Like that that's where that makes sense. But really my favorite leftover meal. Are the little sandwiches you make like the day and the day two after? I'm gonna make some tonight for dinner. Um, the little Hawaiian rolls you like cut them in half. You yeah, put like some little ham sliders on there. Oh yeah, some cheese. Heat it up. I eat those all day every day. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I again, I just like like the other night. Um, I just heated myself a plate up a turkey. Had some pickles. I you know I sprinkled some ham on there and jalapenos and my Doritos, and I loved every minute of it. Of course, right after, so the particular plate that he made, he was like, are you hungry? And I was like, no, I'm good. And then he came back with that, and I was like, mm, definitely going to be eating off your plate. <laughs> um, so I will say, the turkey with pickles. You've never had turkey with pickles? No, that's not really a normal thing to do. Huh. I, I would imagine most of our listeners have not. Because I always, I always do turkey, mayo, and pickles in a sandwich. Ew. You're crazy. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, I don't really like mayo, so. Um, but yeah, like I just, I literally took some of the turkey and stacked it on top of the pickle and ate it. Like the pickle was like a cracker. Yeah. And really it was good. so good. Yep. Yep. So good. And then pop a Dorito in. Mm. Yep. Doritos make everything better. They sure do. Um, so like, I, I, I like it all. I mean, I'm not going to be mad at anything on my plate. Green bean casserole. I love green bean casserole. Yes. And your mom didn't send us home with any, and I was kind of sad about it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, she also didn't send us home any sweet potatoes. I know. She gets them at her house with the girls. I know. I don't blame her, but still. <laughs> um, 
So... Not that I have a right to any of it, because she prepared all of it. Right. Hold on, before we move on. Okay. What did you think? Your mom did something different with the stuffing this year. I have not tried it yet. (gasps) Or if I've tried it, I was just... I just ate it. Like, I I didn't even think. It was just all so good. So, my mother-in-law put sausage in the stuffing. It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think I want all stuffing from now to the end of time to be like that because it's not quite as dry as normal stuffing. Like the sausage, you scratch oh, okay. so loud. Sorry. That's okay. Um, but it, it makes it more moist because of like the fat from the meat. Yeah. Versus like the really dry. And I do like a really dry stuffing or dry. Okay. Is it stuffing or dressing? And what is the difference? I have no idea. I don't either. Like literally, unless it's like pea salad, because I don't really like pea salad. Anything on the Thanksgiving table, I'm probably going to eat. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. I just, I'm curious what the difference is. You know what I don't like? Cran- cranberry sauce. You know, I'm. I'm kind of hit or miss about it. Our kids loved it, by the way. Yeah, all it was spreading on toast like it was jelly. Yeah, I guess it technically is jelly, but <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I just don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it depends on what you put it on. I don't mind it. Um, I, but I'm not like, oh dang, I need that. I hear that. I will say some people take their cranberry sauce and like put it over a cream cheese, and I think it has like some jalapeno in it, and that makes for a bomb dip. Ooh, yeah. that does sound pretty bomb. Um, sorry, I'm also really curious now about the stuffing and dressing situation. Um, okay, so stuffing is a seasoned mixture that is typically placed inside the cavity of a turkey. Okay, so it's dressing if you don't cook it inside the turkey. And it's stuffing if you stuff the turkey with it. Yes. That makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, it kind of feels silly to me, but it also makes a lot of sense. Um, well, I guess I've, I don't really know. I can't remember a time where I've had stuffing. Like, like dig it out of the turkey. Oh, you know, I really can't either. And I say this and one day if my mom ever listens to this, she might be like, Brittany, that's the only way you ever had it growing up. (laughs) But I I don't ever remember digging anything out of a turkey's cavity. Yeah, I would have felt like that was a little weird. Like, if I'm going to dig anything out of a turkey's cavity, like, make them, like, smoke sausages, like little Smokies. Or make it, yeah, yeah, that would just be funny to dig out of a turkey. <laughs> Why? That sounds I so don't gross. Know. I, pro- it, it definitely does. But think how funny it would be if you were, like, pulling out chicken wings from, like, the inside of a turkey. <laughs> Taking chicken out of a turkey? <laughs> or wouldn't deviled eggs make more sense? Yeah, deviled like- eggs would be pretty funny. I don't, do you think it matters whether or not the turkey is male or female turkey? Like, do we eat male turkeys, female turkeys, or does it not matter? I don't know. I don't think it matters. I heard the other day that it's only the male turkey that gobbles. Probably. That says, gobble, gobble, gobble. What does the female turkey do then? I guess she doesn't say anything. Well, that's kind of suppressing to the turkey community. <laughs> They're not very gender equal. <laughs> I, but there's a good amount of animals that don't really, I mean, they don't really make a noise that we can emulate, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, now I'm curious. I'm going to look up. What does a female turkey say? 
that's this is funny. What's being married to me is like because I'm always like, oh, I don't know that. Let me look it up. I know, and then I gotta sit and guess because I don't. I wouldn't. I would say that if you said a girl turkey gobbles, then that might get more male turkeys excited about being with that female turkey. No, apparently here it says that just the male turkey. Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> It took you a little bit. I was I was over here just snickering to myself. No, 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 no. Okay, so a male turkey gobbles, but a female turkey clucks, and then some of them cluck and purr. <laughs> they do what? Cluck and purr. Cluck and purr. Hold on, hold on. Here's a here's an audio clip. See <laughs> There you go. If you had, if if you had that sound playing in like the rainforest cafe, I would think I was listening to like a monkey and a frog just telling jokes to each other. What if they are just using a female turkey? (laughs) Okay, here's a a cut. What? Yeah, Crazy. it's called a cut. U c u t t, a loud, sharp clucks that are often mixed with yelping. Cutting is a sign that turkeys are excited, not alarmed. Huh? Yeah. So apparently, turkeys have a lot of different sounds they make. They have an assembly call. They have a cluck. They have a cluck and purr. A cut. An excited yelp. And a fly down or a fly up cackle. Yeah. Oh, and then a gobble, and then a kiki run, and then a plane yelp, and then a plane purr, and then a putt, and then a tree call. They got, I mean, that's a lot of... uh... Noises. Yeah. So, like, whereas we Mm. kind of have made popular the gobble, what if, like, other countries do this, like, fly-up cackle? (laughs) Yeah. So okay, let's let's hear. I, now I just want to know what a fly up cackle is. Oh, it's like okay. It's so it's essentially a cackle while they fly. Yeah, while they're flapping their wings. I don't think turkeys can fly. Oh. I think that's one you, of those birds that they like. They don't fly. I think I, I would. Right. I would have to bet because the body just doesn't look that aerodynamic to me. I mean, you're right. They have a. They have a, like, thick base. So I had always assumed, like, turkeys definitely can fly. But then as soon as you said that, I was like, they have kind of a round base to them. Yeah. Um, so officially, according to New- National Geographic, wild turkeys can fly short distances at 40 to 50 miles an hour. Jesus, can you imagine a turkey <laughs> flying at you 50 miles an hour? But, I mean, it's a short distance. I can't run that far in a you know a short amount of time like that turkey's gonna go turkeys are kind of mean too vin diesel on me and just (laughs) rip me through the heart (laughs) i mean birds are in general i feel like are kind of aggressive in nature also though turkeys can swim (laughs) they fly run and swim so they're practically ready for a triathlon jesus well i guess yeah their body's kind of built like a duck so they would float Right? That's yeah. kind of like when you brought up the flying thing. I was like, wait a second. 
I mean, I could kind of see it go both ways, but they are really base heavy. Yeah. But 50 miles an hour. 50 miles an hour. How fast can they swim? I don't know. I don't mm. know if anyone's ever clocked them. That's terrifying. Yeah. You, you I, essentially can't outrun this thing because how fast do they run? Oh, I don't know. I also didn't look that up. <laughs> Ugh. I would say they run pretty quick. Probably not 50 miles an hour, though. That's got to be just their flying. I don't think I could run 10 miles an hour. Oh, uh, no. I don't think you could either. And, and, and like, but like in a dead sprint, if I have to run away from a turkey. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's think this out. When you were in high school, which I know you can't necessarily run like you did in high school right now. But when you were in high school, what was your average mile? Average mile? was probably like a 630 and let me say listeners he ran cross country so i I wasn't that good he (laughs) but he regularly ran so whereas his was like a six minute mine was somewhere i don't know eight to twenty um (laughs) (laughs) i my fastest mile time was a five minute mile okay so let's take like six if you can run a mile in six minutes and there's Ten so yeah, I mean you you would have ran about ten miles an hour if you ran a six minute mile. But what does that translate to turkey feet? Because chickens are crazy fast. I mean, we saw Rocky Balboa chase one around the movie for an hour, and he never caught the thing. We didn't watch that. I've never seen that. You're missing out. We're watching it tonight. No, we're not. Um, I I already watched The Matrix. Two of them. I binged. Uh, Star Trek and Harry Potter with you. Star Trek. That's what Star I said. Trek. You said Star Trek. Um. <laughs> Potato, tomato. No. Mm. <laughs> um. Anyways, I got a got a little sidetracked there. Um. Yeah. No. I chickens are mean and they're small, and so turkeys yeah. are a lot bigger than chickens. I don't think that they could run as fast as a chicken. You gotta look it up because now I'm terrified. How fast a turkey? When are you around turkeys? I don't know, but what if what if I go hunting sometime, and everyone's like, "Man, we're hunting boar or whatever," but this land is infested with turkeys because this is where United comes to get all their turkeys from, <laughs> and I'm walking by myself because we're splitting up. We think we see some boar around, and a turkey is chasing me. How fast do I got to run to this water? Because if I can outrun him to the water and I can swim faster than him, the water's going to slow him down. I'm going to tell you, if you're going to go boar hunting, be more worried about that boar than you are about that turkey. Because <laughs> 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 I think that boar is going to do a little bit more damage. That's true. Yeah. Like, that's just my... And I also think it's really sweet that you think that United only uses free range <laughs> Like that they have some like Elmer Fudd people out there like hunting their turkeys for for November. They're like, oh, come on, Fred. Let's go get all the turkeys for the store. Like, that's sweet. There's a lot of animal activists out there that would really love to live in that world. I think there's a lot of angry guys named Fred that you just made mad for your impression. (laughs) But does Fred like to hunt? Fred, if you're out there and you like to hunt, then there you go. I did right by you. Hi. I know, I think, one Fred. I know one Fred. His name is Freddy. Fred. Well, you kind of know this Fred that I know. Not well, but you know him. I'll remind you later. Don't tell me it's Alfred. 
No, it's we're not going there. <laughs> not going there. Anyways, yeah, we definitely got a little little sidetrack there with our foul play. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so what could you do without on Thanksgiving? Uh, I would be fine without the cranberry stuff. Um, I So like I I like green beans, but I would be fine without them. Like they're not they're not a necessary thing to me. I did think it was very interesting that neither of our families had salad this year. Oh, that is interesting. I didn't yeah. notice that. It was like we all just made a communal choice to like, let's not even pretend like we're going to be healthy today. <laughs> you know what I could do without? Hmm. Getting dressed up. I Nobody makes you get dressed up. I know, but I feel the pressure that I have to be dressed up because Thanksgiving, because that's what we did when I was younger. But Your I parents just like, don't even get dressed up now. Like they're comfortable. I know because I talked them into it. But then you don't do that? No. I don't like to, they don't get dressed up. That's what I'm saying. I know. I don't like it. I don't like getting dressed up. I like going comfortable. Right. But you said you feel obligated to dress up even though your parents don't dress up anymore. No, no. When I was younger, like that, like I, that's why I broke it because I felt like I needed to. Okay. Okay. Well, this guy, we're getting ready and I'm like, Hey, what are you wearing? He's like, Oh, I don't know. Like, and I was like, okay, well this is what the girls are wearing. Like, you know, wear whatever. He comes out in a his jeans, his boots, a pearl snap, which if you don't know what Jonathan looks like, jump online, find a picture of him. So he comes strolling out with a pearl snap shirt and his axe on his belt. <laughs> yeah. Like we're going to go eat Thanksgiving things and chop down our Christmas tree. I could have. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> He was like, well, in case I need to help cut the turkey. I was like, with an axe? <laughs> so, yeah, I could throw it at it. <laughs> no. No, no. I would 100% miss the turkey, by the way. Yeah, he's not very good at axe throwing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I was like, listen. Listen, Linda. Yeah. I, no axe. So I had to leave my axe. Yeah, I'm a mean wife. So bummed about it because yeah. you never know. You never know. That's why we put on seatbelts. We never know. That is not comparable. <laughs> I need to carry my hatchet with me everywhere because you never know. It's the same reason that I do basic safety things. You never know. You do know. I, I feel very confident that I can go through most of my days with knowing I'm not going to need an axe. So I, I feel very, very, very confident about that. But what more could you accomplish if you carried around an axe? Nothing. I don't do anything that needs an axe. In fact, really, it could probably get me in a lot of trouble if I was carrying an axe. <laughs> <laughs> I might get a little overzealous about things. I think it could be like, oh, so you don't want to buy paper printed products from us? And just like kind of flash my axe and be like, hmm. They'd be like, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 we do. Yeah, because people are so intimidated by little hatchets. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, quick. no i feel like if i was walking around i would feel the need to show everybody how good i am at throwing an axe and so i'd be throwing it into all kinds of stuff that's true i'd be like go ahead run from me let's see let let me show you how good i am at throwing this because if y'all don't know i'm freakishly good at throwing axes really good yeah like it just i and i've even done it a couple times now because i thought the first time was a fluke 
turns out, just made for it. <laughs> yep. If I was on the Hunger Games, that would be my weapon of choice. Yep. You'd have Katniss and... What would be your Hunger Games name? Oh, well, I mean, Katniss was her legal name, so I feel like my name <laughs> would still be Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> but they had, like, weird names. Katniss and Pew Pew, or what was the little <laughs> kid's name? And Pew Pew? Well, uh, the kid that... Uh, Rue? Rue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was like Peter. <laughs> so, just really crazy names. Uh, what was her sister's name? Uh, Prim. Prim. Primrose. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I guess. I think Prim is kind of cute for a little girl. Yeah. Kind of setting her up though to be like, I don't want to say weak, but weak. The Prim wasn't weak in the other game, so. Yes, she was. She was a nurse. I mean, like, she came through, but she was not as strong as her sister, hence why her sister took her place. I think her sister took her place because she was young. She didn't want to see her go through that. Eh, maybe. But also, like, Katniss was the one that hunted for the family. And well, Katniss was also um, hooking up with the baker dude. Or uh, what's his name? I don't remember, man. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. We're going to binge it. <laughs> I like those movies. I do too. I really liked the books. I read all the books before the movies came out. I just wait till the movies that they're going to be spot on. Yeah, you're just like really counting on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're pretty good. Anyways. Um, wow, we took a really long detour. Oh, yeah, detour. a really long detour. Yeah. Uh, okay, so things we could do with that on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I said yeah, clothing. Yeah. You said. You said clothing. You're just going to do without clothing. <laughs> do without all clothing. together. You want some turkey? We got ham, sausages We're just over taking here. Taking it all nude. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Um, I feel like some people are like, all right, never going over to the yeah. Brillas. Yeah. Um, um, sorry, I like twisted my ankle weird. Like, literally just sitting here, twisted it all weird. Oh, the. Oh, I was going to say. It's. You're going to try to insinuate that I'm old? No. That podcasting is hard. I know. The dangers of podcasting. You get to your ankle laying call? down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what What else could I do with that? I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know that anything's really a deal breaker. My sister-in-law typically makes deviled eggs, and she did not this year, and I was really sad about that, too. What about desserts? Any desserts you can do without? Yeah, all those pies. I'm not a big pie person. Uh... I will say I did have some apple pie, and it was good. And your dad... Made the best pecan pie I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He put some secret sauce in there. No. <laughs> he really does. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, so instead of just buying pecans at the grocery store, your mom like went to a pecan farm or a shelling factory or something and bought them straight from there. So the pecans weren't dried out and they didn't taste like dirt. Like they had like that freshness to them and like still kind of juice. It was so good. Yeah, it was really good. And I do not really like pie. I like pie. Uh, we had a millionaire pie from uh, shout out uh, culinary co-op. Sherry made it. I know she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. It was amazing. I um, didn't even get a piece of that. Well, we have it in the fridge. So. Oh, good. You said it like you were like, oh, I'm kind of excited. Oh, like I'll have a bite of yours, but. Oh, well, I'll have a whole piece. I also made like some of the best cookies I've made in a long time. Yeah, yeah, your cookies are really good this time. I think you make the best snickerdoodle cookie. Thanks. 
probably in town or probably that I've ever had. Are there snickerdoodles outside of town that are really rivaling mine? I have no idea. Oh, well, you look like you're deep in thought. Like, okay, well, I can I was give trying her to think. Lubbock. <laughs> like, I can tell her that it's the best in Lubbock. But, you know, one time I had the snickerdoodle in Austin, and it was not life Nothing good comes out of Austin. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but I was super happy with how my cookies turned out. Yeah, they're really good. Baked really good. to perfection. What's one thing that you absolutely love about Thanksgiving? <sighs> you know what? I... So this is true for Thanksgiving and Christmas. My mom makes a frozen fruit salad, and I love it. And she did not make it. A frozen fruit salad? Yes. Frozen fruit salad. It's so good. She's made it before. She made it last year for Christmas because I complained about not having it at Thanksgiving. So I note to self, complained to my mom this week about not having frozen <laughs> fruit salad. Well, Nana, when you hear this, because I know you listen... Some frozen means. fruit salad would be amazing. Right? It's so good. And I, I like regular fruit salad too, but frozen fruit salad, it just hits different. Hmm. I, everything, I just love the food. I, I just love the food. I know that's really general and you can't say that because it's like. Uh, I know one thing that if it's not there, you get really butthurt about. That is true. Giblet gravy. Yep. <laughs> like he is like borderline offended. <laughs> If there is not giblet gravy, not white gravy is not going to do. Yeah, a juice <laughs> sauce is not going to do. A what? Excuse me, a what <laughs> sauce? A jus. Wow. What do you mean, wow? <laughs> I thought you said something else. Oh, um, no, it has to be giblet gravy. Yes, giblet gravy. None of that packet stuff. Nope, it's not going to do for this guy. So I always have to buy the frozen Praetors one because I have no idea how you make giblet gravy. Like, are, are the real giblets in them? What exactly is a giblet? I don't know, but it's the taste of amazingness. Yeah, well, we make sure you have it every year. Well, I appreciate that. I got you, boo. But you know what? Like, my family probably does like three Thanksgiving dinners throughout the year. Yeah. Like, my dad would be like, oh, I found this turkey in the deep freezer. We're going to cook it tonight. You guys want to come over? I'm like, it heck, literally yes. could be the middle of July. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just love that they just randomly do it. Yes, like every time. But you know what really chaps me about that? What? There's never any giblet gravy. Those they typically don't, do they? Nope. I need to just like have some in our freezer just on backup for you. Yeah. Or I need a, I need a, I don't know. Strike a deal with. I'll be the face of giblet gravy. <laughs> I don't think that's what you want to be the face of. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't I don't think that that's it. I mean, I could probably come up with a slogan. Okay, go for it. Um, okay, so giblets. Um, let's see. Gibble till you can't gibble. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to it's be something like, you know, Oh man, I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. Well, while you think, uh, while that, you think about, while I think about that, yeah, let's go something. on and talk about other things. Okay. <laughs> if something comes to you, you can always throw it in. Um. So I mean, we you know, food of course is is an important part of Thanksgiving, but really my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is just being together and kind of taking that time to talk about what we're thankful for, and so I. In in our guest bathroom, we have this sign. I've had it in there for like, I don't know, years now. Um, but I love the saying. Uh, the saying is, 
it's not happy people who are thankful. It's thankful people who are happy. And I love that. Yeah, that's nice. I think it's right on the money. Yep. Lots of input there, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, that's... It's not happy people who are thankful. It's thankful people who are happy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty solid. Yeah. I kind of take it in my head sometimes and turn it around because then I'm like, I mean, you can be happy and thankful. But thankful people are almost always happy or are always happy. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I, I have... I. Don't have any words for that. Like, I, <laughs> no, I agree. I don't have any thoughts there. Agree. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is true. So, I, on that note, let's talk about some of the things we're most thankful for. Okay. You go first. Um, I'm most thankful that I can spend a lot of time with you guys this year. Um, hasn't always been like that in the past, but... I mean, just being, I feel like I can, it's going to sound weird, but being a part of the girls' lives now, like. Or being more active. Yeah, yeah, that that that's it, more active, because, like, yeah, I was always a part of it. But, you know, I'm coaching Annabelle's soccer team, um, able to catch Olive's games, you know, when if they don't schedule us at the same time. <laughs> um, the twins have a bond with me that, the big girls didn't have when they were that young, you know? I mean, they always said dad, but I mean, I remember one time coming home early from work and Annabelle was like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be at work right now. I was like, man, it's seven o'clock. And you know, she's telling me that, but now it's like, you know, it's weird. She, she told me the other day, she's like, uh, she goes, dad, she goes, dad, you know what? And I was like, what's up, babe? And she's telling me that, she likes now that I'm able to give her a hug and a kiss before her before she goes to bed because before when I worked my other job, she was like, you know, you didn't. She was like, and I always thought it was mommy not telling you. Or she's like, or, you know, mommy was too tired to tell you since you came home so late. And I was like, man, that kind of stinks. But just being able to be more involved is is probably number one what I'm thankful for this year. Oh, what about you? Oh, man, it's so hard to like really pick one thing to be thankful for. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Um, I mean, I, I think above like if I had to pick my number one thing that I'm thankful for, you know, outside of the, you know, the outside of God and Christ giving his life and all that good stuff, which I, I am thankful for. But of our current circumstances, like, I I am most thankful for you. And I don't just say that to, like, win, right? But... (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But it is, like, I... You know, our... Our lives, our marriage, they've... It's been really very pretty easy up until, like, the last two years, right? Yeah. And these last two years, it's just been a lot of challenges in a lot of different ways. But you've you've been very resilient with me in it. And I know the toll that it's taken on me emotionally, physically, um, just all of the things. And your commitment and your steadiness, like, 
I don't know. I just, I, I, it really means a lot to me because I know that I'm not always the easiest person in the world whenever I'm super stressed. And I feel like I've just been in constant <laughs> super stress mode, like since we found out we were having twins. <laughs> and the twins aren't the only stressful thing that's happened in the last two years, obviously. But yeah. that was kind of the the thing that kind of started a lot of just stressful events. Um, so I definitely appreciate you just being my rock through that and really just always showing up and doing what you can and just loving me, even though I haven't always been easy. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that. But I, I mean, like I said, you're my person. Like, it, things are going to get tough. You know, you might be super stressed. I might be super stressed, you know. But still, at the end of the day, like, you know, like, the, I don't want to. I don't want to be anywhere else but right beside you and, you know, in, in, in any time. So well, I'm thankful for that because it is the first five and a half, six years. I mean, it was really just so easy. And so, yeah. <laughs> but the last two years have been more challenging and I, they haven't been bad by any means. Like I still like, I don't feel like our relationship is lessened and how much we love each other or anything like that it's just we've had to face a lot more challenges and yeah changes yeah for sure and i do not like changes in our personal life me neither <laughs> i don't like changes period like i had an iphone 7 until about maybe a year ago maybe a, when did the uh, 12 come out okay so you say that, but we also went through like three or four years where we we're upgrading our phone like every year. That is true. But on the iPhone 7, when I took it in to, you know, trade in or whatever, they're like, you haven't done the update. And I was like, I don't really like change like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Jonathan does not do a lot of updates. Yeah, no. I have mindset to like auto update. Mm. I think though for me, like I, so like there's my job just inherently comes with a lot of change and I I like that and I'm comfortable with that within the parameters of my work life but I think that I think for my home life like because my childhood had a lot of change in it and I that always brought a lot of anxiety to me that like anytime there's change at home it just really stresses me out hmm. yeah that's true I but can I, see that I also know like the average person does not like change yeah Except for homeless people. What? Because they're asking for change. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, because they would love a home or something like that. I was like, uh. <laughs> okay. That was my failed attempt at a dad joke. Oh, no. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not picking up on your, your humor tonight. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um. I also, like, shout out to the girls. I'm so thankful for those crazy kids. Yeah. I mean, I you know, Annabelle leads that team. And just her, I know she can get a little crazy. She's, you know, she's going through a lot in her own mind. You know, she's just trying to balance everything, learning two languages, loving art, loving imagination. Like, I... I can I can see that it gets a little stressful, but just her ability to kind of rally behind us and watch after the 
the littles and make us some of the most proudest parents ever. Like she's, she's stepping up in a big way. She really is. I mean, she's such a natural caretaker. Like it's, it's just her, her instincts. Like it's just who she is. Yeah. I, I love that about her, but she's been that way since she was young. Like she always, whoever was the quietest kid in class, that was going to be her best friend. Yeah. Like she sees a need and she's like, oh, here, I can fulfill this need for you. Yeah. And that's, I just, I, I love her heart and I'm, I'm just eternally grateful that I feel like God gave in her like that servant's heart. Yeah, for real. You know, like if he wants to tone back the attitude a little bit, like I'd be good with that. <laughs> but, but she has, she just has the biggest heart. She really does. Um, and then our Olive. Oh, my sweet Olive. I know. She's, oh man, that girl and her cuddy, or what does she get? Huggy cuddles. Huggy cuddles. Or sometimes it's huggy snuggles. Yes. And yeah. she's the sweetest thing in the world. She'll she'll come to my side of the bed, you know, whether it's like after nap or in the morning when we're waking up. She's like, "Can I just have some huggy snuggles for a minute?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." <laughs> yeah, she's just the sweetest, and she, you know, she's really come into her own as a big sister. Yeah, she really has. Like she she'll take the twins. She she prefers them one on one though. Yeah, together it's kind of a lot, but. She'll take one. Annabelle will take one. Yeah. It's funny, though, because I feel like Annabelle can handle all three of them most of the time, like get all three of them to do something. But Olive very much so just wants one at a time. Yeah. But she is more of our like one on one kiddo. She is. Oh. And Maggie, for whatever reason, like always kind of like snaps at Olive. Yeah. And Olive wants nothing more than just to play with Maggie. Yeah, Maggie is kind of aggressive with her, isn't she? She is. Um, And I don't know why. I think, okay, so this is going to probably sound terrible. I think those twins see weakness in Olive, and they, like, go after it. Like, her sweetness. I think so, too. Because those twins, man, they're... They're sharks. They're ruthless. Um, (laughs) Like, I had a little cousin come over to my parents' house, um, and he was bringing his little snack. It was like a slices of apple in a bag and the twins like smelled the apple from the room and like (laughs) ran out and we're just like looking at him like walking around him like little sharks and i was like what are y'all doing and maggie just kind of stopped and like he was hiding behind his grandpa so maggie was just like you see her little head ducked down and she's like trying to see where he's at through people's legs i was like oh my god why are you like this They, like, you would think we'd never feed them. Like, all they want to do all the time is eat. All the time. And I, here's the crazy thing. Even if they're not really eating, they just want food, like, close to them. Yeah. Like, even, uh, like, they'll steal food from each other. <laughs> if you give, like, let's say Maggie's eating all of her food, but Eloise has not finished something and Maggie wants more. If I give Maggie more, Eloise wants more. Even if she already has it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we were having pizza yesterday and, um, taking a little break from Turkey and Maggie took one of Eloise's pizzas, Mm -hmm. slices of pizza. 
Then Eloise goes to Maggie's plate and takes Maggie's, like, crust. That was crust and she's eating it. And Maggie's like, no, no, mine, mine. And Eloise gears up and just guns Maggie in the face with this pizza <laughs> crust. And I started laughing so hard. I had to, like, turn away because we really don't like showing the girls, like, hey, if you do something bad and we think it's funny, you can keep doing it. Yeah. And uh, I had to turn away and Britt had to be the... Uh, enforced on that one because i could not hold a straight face <laughs> they're, they're just so funny i mean eloise though man <laughs> she is smart she is so curious about everything like yeah for real anything she's like look like that that girl is never i feel like just like spaced out like she's always looking and thinking and planning something like she's just she's very she's intelligent and she's gonna give us a run for our money because she's also fearless yeah and that's a dangerous <laughs> combination yep um and then maggie may she's just maggie is i feel like the definition of a sour patch kid <laughs> like she is she's so walking sour patch kid that is so funny she really is she's so very sweet until she's not and it changes in an instant oh in a millisecond (laughs) i mean she can go from like she gives the best hugs she like wraps her arms around your neck and snuggles in (laughs) and man she can go from that to like biting the crap out of you in a second or pinching you her little thing her thing now is pinching people (laughs) yes i mean it is just wild how like quickly she she just transitions yes but when she's sweet she's so sweet and she definitely of the two is the snugglier one yeah she definitely likes to cuddle but it's so funny to me because they're both what did she say tonight okay i'll be right back yeah like i was like come here and then like what did eloise jump out and say to you oh eloise i was coming out of the garage with the dog's food and she jumps her out out from around the corner she's like gotcha Like, it's just so fun. They are quickly becoming kids. Like, (laughs) they're turning into, from babies to children, and like, right in front of our eyes. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, like, Maggie put that sentence together. I know. I was like, she just put a whole sentence together. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. Like, I mean, granted, I was trying to get her to come to me, and she definitely wanted to go play with her sister. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) it's like that. I don't want to, like, get on to her, because she also just said her first sentence, so I don't want to, like... Right you know make her stop talking or anything but also like freaking come here when i take (laughs) it's also really cool like cognitively like watching them they're at that stage now where like they really understand fully what we're saying they can follow multi-step instructions and yeah and they can willingly choose to ignore yes they know they know because i'm like maggie take those cups back to the table and she looks at me and she's side-eyeing me the whole walk to the yeah. kitchen. And she goes and she puts them on the table. She puts one on the floor and she kind of looks back at me. And I said, nope, both of them on the table. And she smiles and she says, okay. And then puts it on the table and like walks out. I'm like, look at this girl trying to get away with something. I know. Where do our kids get these looks though? Like the side-eye, the if looks Every could single kill, one of them. Every single one of them. Roll in their eyes at very young ages. like And, and it's, they know when to do it. Yeah, like it's in context of they are annoyed that you've asked them to do this. <laughs> I mean, it is just wild to me. Like how, where does that come from? And then a little voice inside me is like, you, Brittany, 
you. Right. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. My face, I feel like, doesn't always... I don't know. No, I don't know. But I was a pretty expressive child, I suppose. I don't know. But they're all so funny. And, like, the twins are at that stage now, too, where they're, like, learning to dance and sing along. And, you know, you probably need yeah. to start monitoring the music you're getting them to sing along to. And... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm thankful for them. Like, it's it's loud and it's crazy and it's hectic. But it's finally getting to the point where we can, like, do stuff with them. Yeah, because, yeah, they'll be two in February. Yeah. That's nuts. I know. It's so crazy. Like, I really am just so impressed with us for surviving the first year. <laughs> um, but we're, like, coming up on two. Yeah. That's pretty intense. I know. Like, we could potentially have them potty trained in the next year. Like, this time next year, they could be potty trained. That would be awesome. And we would never again have a baby in diapers. That would be real cool. Right? Yeah. But then, like, also, we're never going to have a baby in diapers. <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll probably survive better <laughs> than if we were to have more. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, you know, it's definitely been a challenging couple of years for a lot of different reasons. But, man, are we blessed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just our support system is amazing. Our kids are amazing. I am very thankful for the relationship that we have always had and continue to really foster. Yeah, me too. Like, lots to be thankful for. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope all of you out there have lots to be thankful for, too. And Yes. If you don't, find some things to be thankful for. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, if you don't, then, you know, maybe you're looking at, you know, maybe you're overlooking what you need to be thankful for. Um, Take a closer look. You know, look at yourself. Look at where you're at. Look at what you have. And then, you know, be thankful for it because you're in that place at that right time. Um, You can always change. You have the ability to change. You can... You know, if, hey, if you have a roof over your head, you got thankful to be a roof over your head. Yeah. You know. I, uh, there was a speaker not too long ago I was listening to that she was talking, she was actually talking to her leadership group and she was talking about how, like, even finding things to be thankful for within the challenges. You know, like, mm-hmm. the twins have absolutely been a challenge from the moment we found out about them. But there are so many things that we are thankful for in them. And I 100%. cannot imagine our family without them. Yeah. Um, like even whenever, you know, I think about how difficult that pregnancy was on me physically, mentally, and emotionally, like, I am so thankful that my body was able to do that. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm thankful that that particular pregnancy really forced me to depend on you a lot more. And I feel like it, there were aspects of it that grew our relationship. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think that it is... You can always just shift that perspective and find something to be thankful for. I hear that. Even if it goes against your expected grain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, do you have a pick one for me tonight? Um, I didn't have any one. Do you have one? Uh, no. I feel hmm. like we've just, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. Kind of took a few extra turns that we weren't planning on, but (laughs) it's one of the things I love about 
us. Okay. Um, let me see. Okay, so I thought of a giblet gravy slogan. Okay. I, it, it's the start of one. Okay. Right? Okay. It, you got the I'm building blocks. S- sketching this out. Okay. Okay. Rough draft. Yeah. Let me have it. What better? This is probably not a slogan. This is probably right. a sales, like a, a selling. Pitch. Yeah. Okay. What better gift to give your family's taste buds than <laughs> the taste of our giblet gravy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you could get a job on Mad Men. <laughs> you know i've never seen that show i think i've watched maybe a couple of episodes yeah i tried to get you to watch it with me and you're like this is just not this is boring not entertaining yeah i i feel like so i read a meme today that said uh it was about the office and people who don't like the office because they're like i just couldn't get past that first season and it said if you haven't watched past the first season of the office you don't have an opinion on it that's fair so maybe I have to watch past the first season of Mad Men to have an opinion on it. Well, here's the thing. The pace of The Office kind of speeds up. Mad Men doesn't really speed up. Like, that pace, it's a slow and steady pace. And that's what I don't think that you really like. Like, you you don't get... I, I didn't necessarily get, like, a ton out of every individual episode. It's kind of the overall story that's just interesting. For me, it's like the overarching story. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, I don't walk away from an episode going, oh, my gosh, I wonder what's going to happen next week or next episode. It's just kind of like a nice ride. Like, it's more of a cruising in a low rider <clears throat> down Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've ever done that. but <laughs> No one's ever done that. <laughs> what? what do you mean nobody's ever done that? <laughs> That's not where low riders cruise. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Where do they cruise? Uh, I think it's Maxi or McKenzie Park. They, so they're only allowed to cruise in one part of town. That feels no, racist. No, no, no. They're not only allowed to cruise, but I think that's where they all cruise. Oh, okay. Like, you know, going out towards uh, Joyland? You know, like uh-huh. where Santa where Land's McKenzie at? Park is, yeah. Okay, that's where they cruise. Okay, well, then there you go. Wherever the heck they cruise. It's it's more of that kind of storyline. It's not a, it's not an action packed. It's not every episode is funny. You don't leave every episode going, oh, I've learned this moral, you know. Yeah. Story. It's just not like that. Giblet gravy, a liquid gift for your family's. I need that one word. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A liquid the- gift for your family's. What about a liquid gift to make your family gobble? I like it. Okay, hold on. But I feel like we need to figure out what a giblet is before we do all this, because it could be very, like, inappropriate. I don't think that they're going to sell giblet gravy at Praters if giblet, the word giblet's inappropriate. Giblet just sounds inappropriate. (laughs) So there's that. Everything about a turkey sounds inappropriate. Gobble? gobbling come on gobble gobble yeah so okay i'll come up with it and i'll have one for everybody by (laughs) next episode but if you have nothing to add i don't have anything all right well everyone have a great week um if you have any leftovers send them my way i'll eat them (laughs) uh but yeah it's been fun hope you guys had a thankful thanksgiving yes we're thankful for y'all
Yep. And thank you for your listeners. Well, I love you. I love you. <laughs>